Now on the tee, it's Maddie and the Caddy. Here's Matt Barry and Michael Collins. This was not the type of special or emergency edition of Maddie and the Caddy that we wanted to do, but news has dictated that here on a Friday, a Friday that I thought after the Thursday was an unprecedented day in our world, but it is Friday, March 13th, and a day that will perhaps live in infamy for quite some time. The caddy uh, is in Florida, in Orlando, at the players, the suspended players. I am in Florida as well. Uh, caddy, let's dive into it. I want to start with the most recent because okay. uh, we knew of the players uh, yesterday, which was, I thought, shocking news. But the shocking news today on Friday is that the Masters has been postponed, which I let out an audible, oh my gosh, because yeah. I didn't know if it was still going to be in the window. But I, let me read the statement really quick, and then we'll get to the opinion. This came from the Masters tournament, respecting the health and well-being of everyone associated with these events and the citizens of the Augusta, the Augusta community. The 2020 Masters tournaments, the Augusta National Women's Amateur and the Drive Chip and Putt National Finals have been postponed. That from Chairman of Augusta National Golf Club, Fred Ridley. And believe me, Maddie, when I tell you here at Ponte Vedra Beach, as players, this announcement came down as players were coming to the clubhouse to clean out their lockers. And get all their stuff to go their various ways. Some guys going home. I asked Shane Lowry, Hey, are, are you heading home? He said, Nah, I'm just going to stay here. <laughs> and then he chuckled and goes, I'm going to try and get some sun. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think you're going to be off that long, but, and we laughed about that, but the overriding tone for everyone coming out of that locker room. And leaving was this really got real and hit home. Because if there was one place, one place in golf that would be able to make a tournament happen, it would have been Augusta National. If there was one place that was going to be able to, without patrons there, still be able to have a tournament and feel like the masters it was the masters and the fact that they couldn't do it or or chose not to number one i think they made the right decision and number two goes to show the state of the world we are in right now oh yeah because well a couple things one with what you said i i, I love your i want to get into the perspective because you're on the ground there at the players i want to get into um, yesterday and what the reaction was to that when they found out and just kind of an eerie feeling there. But a couple of things. One, I don't know that the Masters was going to be played in front of patrons to begin with. I think that was a lock that that probably wasn't going to happen. Agreed. So I, I disagree. At that point, if you weren't going to allow patrons, you don't play the tournament. Because I don't know that it would have felt like the Masters without the roars. And so I... If you know, I told you that we can either cancel the Masters or play it, but it has to be without fans, you would have chose cancel? Yes. Oh, no. I don't I would have. I, 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 was, I look, don't believe that. I, I was fine. You know, when, when the tournament, when the NCAA tournament, all this stuff started happening with the conference tournaments and the crowds, 
I was like, all right, because I hold a separate feeling about conference tournaments in general anyway. But I, when they said the NCAA tournament was going to be played without a crowd, I was like, well, then why not just postpone it? Why, why not just postpone all of this? Here's the I don't want to get too far out of the golf world because it's a historic day in golf uh, because the Masters is the fifth PGA event that will not be played. But here's why. Because for me, postponing something until we get an idea of the safety of this is better than playing it half-ass. People deserve to be at American sporting events. They deserve that. That's what we are as a country. So if you can't go, then why have them? Because, because if you can't go, you can still watch it. And because, but, but because of the changing tone of where the time we're in right now, the time that we're in right now, we are in a period of time that is historic. We are living through history right now. No question. And because of that, so let's look back at history. Looking back at history, there are years that the Masters was not played. There's already years that that didn't happen. There's never been a time. This is the first time. The NCAA tournament played through World War II. The Masters did not. Well, the Masters, it goes back to 1934, has never been played outside of March or April. And that's that. This is the big discussion that's going on now, since they use the term "postponed." When could the Masters be played? And I was just on Sports Center and First Take, and they were asking feasibly if it was June or July. And the answer to that question is no. The club's closed. This is a winter golf club, so it, it is only open from the middle of October through. May through the middle of May. And now, let me get into that for a second. And if okay. people are asking, well, why can they extend it? Yes and no, but it has to do with the type of grass and everything that's at, at the club to where it goes dormant and it doesn't Correct. even look like a golf club. So could like, look, March, so September, April, yes. April, yeah, the September stuff going around, like, the, the, the grass would be yellow. No, like, no, going, no. The mid, mid September, the Bermuda there would still be in full because it's warm enough that far south. Oh, it would still Georgia. come in. It would be in full. It would just all be Bermuda. It wouldn't be bent grass, which is what the members play on when they get there. So the Bermuda would look fine. It would look a little bit different, but it would still look fine. The one thing that wouldn't be there in the middle of September would be the azaleas. Now. See- Augusta Look, is you a give place. me a choice. You give me a choice between Azaleas and patrons. I'm taking the patrons. You know what? I'm here's. This is the way I'm looking at it. If you are, if I have the choice between having sport and not having sport, I'm picking having sport. But you're. But, but you, do you understand what I'm saying? That you're not. I understand. You're not. You don't have it. You don't. Yes, have you it. do. No, you yes, don't. You, you know where the patrons aren't allowed inside the ropes to hit the shots. You know who hits the shots? The players. The players. But, you, but you're not having the Masters if they don't have the pressure of the galleries. and The, the pressure is to win the Masters. No, it's there's so much more to it. And I, I appreciate what you're saying because I've been sitting here for the last 24 hours. I flew in from JFK Thursday night down here to West Palm. And I appreciate what you're saying because, Michael, I have no damn clue what I'm going to be doing. I canceled a trip that I was supposed to be on next week. Right. Um, I have no damn clue what I'm going to be doing on Sports Center come Sunday morning 
because it was supposed to be selection Sunday. And I don't right. know what we're going to be talking about because there aren't any sports. So I, from that purview, I appreciate what you were saying. What I am telling you is that we don't have sports if we don't have crowds. We just don't. Yes, we do. We do. I'm sorry. I disagree with you. We do. Do you understand? But do you understand? I'm sorry. Let me back you up. I'm going to back you up here and ask you a question. Okay. Because this, this already came up with the players that are out here. Do you think when they were playing in college to try and win a college tournament or win for the first time, do you think that that pressure is any different whatsoever? And and if if you I would be curious to think if you think that's different. Now knowing for these guys that it's not you know what the crowds were like then? There were no crowds. Okay. It's not that's like a, they have not played in front of crowds. That is 100% valid. A golf tournament that's valid. Has nothing to do like it adds well, that's to where it. You're, that's where it, you're wrong. No, listen, I'm not saying it doesn't add to it. I'm not saying it doesn't put an element there. But the pressure to win a golf tournament or hit a golf shot against people who are trying to beat you and against a golf course, that pressure is there regardless of whether there are people there or not. That does I, not take away from the pressure of the sport. But it, I agree, but it, it, the crowd adds to it. It you adds to it for us. Me. It adds more to it for us, the spectators. No, it, it look. Yes, it you, does. Okay, you know what? Then you go tell Alabama and LSU to go play in an empty Tiger Stadium. But we're not talking about that sport. We're talking about the individual we're talking sport about of crowds. golf. Crowds. You know what? We're talking about crowds. We're also talking about how on Sunday, if you're chasing the leader and you hear a roar come up from the 11th or 12th, it gets in the players' heads. Uh oh, what did Tiger just do? Uh oh! What did Rory just do? No. They, yes. And, and here, no. Yeah. I'm going to tell you no, and I'm going to tell you why. Because what are their all around golf courses? Leaderboards. Correct. But so right. even if you don't hear a roar, if you're a shot <laughs> behind, guess what? You're, you're looking at a leaderboard. Where do I stand? But you, you. Know, so they're not, not turning off the leaderboards. A, they're you're not, not turning always off. by a leaderboard. You're not of all places you are means- always going oh, to have man. a walk listen we are right now this week this week at this event they had set up that you could watch every shot from every player every shot from every player for who for that who? had nothing to do with for who players. yeah but for who for the people who aren't here for the for the fans Correct. Okay, not, not for the fans players. on the golf course. Not for the fans on the course, dude. Not for the fans on the course. If you're on the course, you are you watching it on your phone and not paying attention to the guy standing there? Come on, man. This is for do- the fans at home. So so think about this now. So with that technology, with that technology, do you truly believe that guys cannot find out on a tee box, on the fairway, exactly where they stand in the tournament? No, They're going to know. But- I get that, but the bigger picture here, before we just veer off into a whole other debate, because again, the story is sports is at a complete standstill. Mm. American sports. And you know what? I love golf, but I don't care about the individualism of this sport. I care that people get to be up close and personal with the players during a tournament. If that's and the they case, need then to be why there. aren't every, why isn't every golf tournament a sellout? Well, Why isn't every golf tournament a sellout? That's, that's a good what, point, Michael. Don't we? The most. Hasn't half of this podcast said there are too many tournaments to begin with? Yeah, but 
this is my my point is how people consume what is being given. Right. So but if golf the has only a- option, if the option is, look, I'm not saying golf isn't better with people. I'm not saying that. It is. Matt, it is. I I love everything that you're saying about the roars. And I completely agree that it has bearing on occasion. I'm not saying that it doesn't. But to say that, look, if we can't have crowds out there, we can't have sports. No, 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 no. That, that's just not, that's not true. That's I not true. And, and it's going to go in a direction. When we first, when we start playing sports again, yeah. we're going to do it without crowds first. It's going to happen. That's what's going to well, happen. I don't, because I don't if think that's so. the choice, be, I'm telling so. you here. Oh, absolutely. Think I mean, about here's this. Why, here's why I don't think, here's why I don't think, let me just throw this in there. Here's why I don't think so because we've had enough players test positive for this yep. to where at first we thought that the players were the ones that were in danger. But now that it's gone into players, coaches and officials, I legitimately believe that they're going to wait till the whole thing is clear before they allow anybody to be in contact with other people. That's why I, I don't think that I, matters. Any, I don't anymore. agree with that, and I'll tell you why. All right. Because without any sports being played, it's not just about the fans that are going to the sport to enjoy it. It's about the gamblers. And the faster that we can get sports fired up again is the faster that gambling can get started again. I, and so in a, now this is where team sports are different than golf. Here's what you can do for team sports. You can take two teams and you can both put them in facilities and the referees, trainers, everyone there. And these people are now quarantined and that is it. And they're in there for two weeks for two, whatever you're, they're quarantined in there. Now, if I'm an owner of a team, I'm going, yeah, we're doing this. And here's why we're doing this is because I need y'all back on TV so we can get these revenue dollars started up again. And right, so that, but let me that tell piece something. of DraftKings and whatnot. So we're going to go play in this an arena, is, and there's going to be no fans, but we're going to have happen. TV all over the place. Gambling gets to start up again. You're going to start. So all of happen. that dictates it that. It won't happen. Okay. Do you understand? You think the power of the fans it overrules the power of the dollars? Yes. I no no no. I, That's I, I hilarious. Don't, I don't think that. What I do think is that we just voluntarily canceled the biggest revenue making machine in Las Vegas. Yes. And for the NCAA. Correct. And that ain't coming back. That's not correct. That wasn't a postponement. It was a cancel. So if the, gam- if the gamblers were the thing that made the world go around, we wouldn't have no, done that. That's not what I'm saying. I didn't say that that's what makes the world go around. What I'm saying is the amount of dollars added to what the TV revenue is also bringing in. Lost. Is a lost. Much, I, I understand that they're lost. But the fastest way to get that started again is to go, here's what we can do. And I was asked about this on Sports Center. Is there yeah. a way when it starts again for for this for something like that to happen? And and my issue is golf is played by independent contractors. So it would be difficult for the PGA tour to say, okay, 156 guys from all across the world, everyone fly into here and you're all gonna sit in quarantine for two weeks. Where most players would be like, "Hey, I'm gonna self quarantine." Well, unfortunately, that ain't that's not gonna work. <laughs> like, it's got to be under tour quarantine 
so that everyone we know did it the way that it, and everyone's together. There is 0% chance of that happening. I, I totally agree. There's 0% chance of that happening with golf, with other sports. I think there's, there isn't a chance that that would happen. Lawyers would be frothing at the mouth. Why? Be for someone to be made to play something during a pandemic. No, 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 no. I didn't say definitely. I didn't say during a pandemic. I didn't say that it was going to happen right now when we are in the throes of this pandemic. What I said is what I'm saying is once we are through the initial stages, right? Like if we're, if this is a scale of one to 10, we're at yep. three right now. So what after we hit 10, after we hit 10, then it's got to go back nine, back eight, back seven, back. And we are going to get to a point in the future. When the call and uproar for sports is so loud that even the players are going to say, when can we go back to doing this again? Yes. And but the this players in a team sport is how that's going to happen. The players don't run the league. The owners and the commissioner run the league. And if the owners and lawyers are telling the league offices, dude, don't do this, they're not going to do it. Why, why, I don't understand. Why would they not say, if we're going to play this, we need these players, trainers to come to the facility? And isn't that, so are you willing? As far as I know, in preseason football, unless the guy lives where they're doing preseason, they're all in dorms. How long is that? For two weeks? Are you willing to guarantee that 100% of the 40 people, team rosters and support staff. Let's go 40 times the 32 NBA teams. Yep. So that's over 1,200 people. Are you, and let's go officials. Let's tack on. So out the door, let's make it a 1,500 person argument. Yep. Are you willing to guarantee that all 1,500 of these people are A, not sit, B, have recovered from being sick, and C, are not in danger of being sick. Hence the two-week quarantine. Okay, so then, but but again, you cannot, beyond these people's will, quarantine them just for the sake of Bobby Two Balls getting his bet in in Las Vegas. That's not why you're doing it, though. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, what, what do you think the players are going to say when the checks stop coming in? Well, that's not going to happen, number one, because it's not a work stoppage for strike what? reasons. It's a work stoppage for health reasons. Uh, okay. So if I'm an owner and run out of money, how am I paying you? Well, let me let me be clear about one thing. These owners aren't running out of money. Uh, that's okay, man. That's real easy to say. Like, that's easy for us to say. But there's plenty of dudes that got a lot of money tied up in the stock market. And if business is not occurring, what you think's happening? I just don't believe we live in a planet or on a planet where the athletes are going to be put. That was the whole thing of this cancel the worlds of sports. We were putting the athletes on the same level as you and me and everybody else that was getting sick. I don't know that there's ever going to be a big enough separation between athlete and public to then put the athletes on a pedestal again and allow them to play in empty arenas. I just don't. We've, I think that we've come beyond that point because now you're going to have to guarantee that everyone involved in sports is healthy. And I don't know that you're going to get a hundred percent agreement on that. I just don't. 
I, I don't know that you'll get a hundred percent agreement, but I will say that that's the way to do it. And, and there will be an uproar for that at some point. And that uproar is probably going to come from some players as well. I would agree, but I, I, that you're a hundred percent right on. I don't disagree with you on that. I just think we live as of today, March 13th and as society with this coronavirus pan world pandemic, that it's going to have to be 100% certain by everyone and not just a, well, some players are doing it. Some players won't show up if we play. Other players are iffy about it. It's going to have to be 100% across that's the board. A, that's, that's and I the just don't know that you're going to get that. The All right, let's is, move on. Yeah. Let's get back to golf All because right. I know the people who see this, this uh, special episode, we want to get into that. Let's talk about our friends at Theragun. The stress of daily life weighs on us all. Whether you're an elite athlete or just a regular person trying to get through the day, muscle pain and muscle tension is a real thing. That's why I use Theragun, the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combination of depth, speed, and power. Perfectly weighted and ergonomically sound, Theragun's unique multi-grip design maximizes ease, comfort and usability with zero stress or pressure on forearms, hands and wrists, whether you're treating yourself or others. They sent me and the caddy. We have Theraguns and we absolutely love them. I always fire mine up after a workout. It's a great way to naturally treat any lingering pain or stingers and get back to your life. I work out in the morning before I come to work. I use it right after I'm done. Try Theragun risk-free for 30 days or your money back by going to theragun.com slash Maddie, here's how you spell Theragun. T H E R A G U N dot com slash Maddie. For a limited time, my listeners to this podcast get a free charging stand with the purchase and $79 value. That's $79 value. Do it. Theragun.com slash Maddie. Theragun.com slash Maddie. Here is what it, it was. It was. It was a back and forth thing this week of the players. It was first we're going to go proceed as planned. Then it was like, uh oh, we're going to go without fans after the first round. Then it was LPGA canceled some events. Then it was, uh oh, after the first round, we're going to suspend the rest of the players. We want to have you hear from PGA Commissioner Jay Monahan on what he said as to the decision to stop the players in any events leading up to the Masters. And now, since we know the Masters has been canceled. We're obviously incredibly disappointed to suspend the PGA Tour season for our players and our fans. I've said all along the health and safety of everyone associated with this organization is our number one priority. We tried to be as thoughtful and measured as possible during this di- during this dynamic and challenging time. <clears throat> we took all the steps within our control and felt comfortable proceeding, I'm proud of the team. And I'm a fighter. I wanted to fight for our players and our fans and for this tour to show how golf can unify and inspire. But as the situation continued to escalate and there seemed to be more unknowns, it ultimately became a matter of when, not if, we would need to call it a day. Our goal now is to focus on a plan for the near and long term and maintain the strength we've built through our organization over the past 51 years. And I'm confident we'll do exactly that. 
right, so Caddy, you were there when all this was going down at TPC Sawgrass. What yes. was it like? Um, the commissioner looked defeated. He looked beat up. I, I felt bad for him. I felt bad for him. You could you could see how beat up he was and how lacking he was on sleep. Because if you remember on Tuesday, he said full speed ahead. Yep. Everything is as scheduled. We're we're gonna keep doing this. We're, and then Thursday that changed and there were text messages sent out to the caddies that said, you know, hey, be ready, we're still gonna play. But it's going to be a little different, but be prepared. We're, we're still playing as scheduled. And that was the decision comes out and we're going to have no fans. That's how we're going to keep people safe. But that decision, strangely enough, was made as fans were on the golf course. And even as we asked the commissioner, what about people that are coming to the golf course? And are the people that are at the golf course going to get kicked out? Nope. And the people that are coming to the golf course are allowed in? Yep, that's fine. But Friday, that's it. And when I pulled the commissioner to the side after that press conference, before going on SportsCenter, said, what's the most important thing you want me to tell people that they should take away from your decision? And he said that the health and safety of players, caddies, volunteers, staff that work the golf course and the and the spectators that health and safety is the most important thing which was strange because during the press conference when he decided when when the decision was made that they were going to play without the fans i i asked the commissioner hey not all these guys out here are wealthy and a lot of these guys fly commercial. Are you comfortable with your players flying commercial to some of these next events after Tampa, especially when they're going to a place like San Antonio? And he said, yeah, absolutely. You know, as long as the airports are open, if the airports are open, I'm comfortable with them getting on an airplane. But later, when he was asked what his conversation with the governor of Florida was like, Mm-hmm. He said the governor told him that the most important thing and the reason that they weren't having crowds out was you don't want people gathering in more than 250 individuals. You don't want a gathering bigger than that. And my first thought was, well, what in the hell's an airport? That, that, yeah, because as someone who just flew from JFK in one of the hotbeds of the country, like, it was still pretty crowded and, and, but a right. little, little more sparse than you thought. But yes, every time I hear, like, I know Mayor de Blasio, as I was leaving New York City yesterday, uh, declared a public health emergency. And I think he said banning crowds of 500 or more, but it's the same thing. Like it, <laughs> to your point, well, yeah, every place like a travel hub, an airport is going to have that. Yeah. Yeah. This is what I, why I don't understand how that part is being overlooked. If you have two flights leaving at gates next to each other, well, there's 250 people at one gate and 250 people at another gate. You just got yourself a 500 person gathering. Yeah. So, in that sense, and then when Rory McElroy came out after the first round and said, look, everybody on tour should be tested. Players, caddies, everybody. And if anybody tests positive, you got to shut it down. 
And I think the world's number one player saying something like that, along with the LPGA Tour canceling three of their events, including their first major of the year, was ended up being a bad look. And knowing that at the time, the only sports that were going to be going on was going to be golf, the PGA Tour golf, and NASCAR, I think wasn't going to be a great look. And then the thought of if one guy, if one guy ends up having this and, you know, let's say he tests positive next week when he goes mm-hmm. home or to get ready for the match, then, then it becomes an absolute disaster for the team. I agree. And, and I think that, that even though the commissioner spoke to the president of the United States, the CDC, then the World Health Organization, and said he was getting great information from all of these top people in these positions and, you know, the Florida Health Administration, all of that went into his initial decision of saying, we're going to play. I think all of that was overridden by the fact of the better safe than sorry. And Rory said it great too, that someone had said to him, today's overreaction is tomorrow's underreaction. Mm-hmm. And that's where you got to say, I don't want to be in that position. I would much rather seem like I'm overreacting now when in the long run, it could be the best thing that I do for all, all parties involved. And I can tell you how many players were leaving this place. And you said, what, what do you, you know, what are your plans? And almost to a man, they said, I just want to go home and be with my family. And when you think about it that way, you're like, you know what? Yeah, we all kind of want to do that right now. When when we're all going through stuff like this, it's like, you know what? You just want to go home and be with your family. Jay Monahan in the last hour uh, released a letter to the fans of the PGA Tour, and I'll I'll read it to you. He said, a note to our fans, we're incredibly disappointed to suspend, suspend the PGA Tour season. I've said all along the health and safety of everyone associated with the organization is our number one priority. We tried to be as thoughtful and measured as possible during this dynamic and challenging time. We took all the steps within our control and felt comfortable proceeding. I wanted to fight for our players and our fans for this tour to show how golf can unify and inspire. As the situation continued to escalate, there seemed to be more unknowns. It ultimately became a matter of when and not if we needed to call it a day. Our focus will be on how we use this moment in time to inspire the communities where we won't be playing, continue to inspire once we resume playing, and make sure we use the strength of this organization to do good. I love this tour. I love our players. I love our fans. I love our charities, our volunteers, and our partners. And like we always say, golf is a great unifier and equalizer. We're hard at work ensuring that our sport has a positive impact in this time of need. And so Jay Monahan released that um, at about 11.30 a.m. Um, and that was a letter to the fans is, again, um, we all will sit and wait and uh, wonder when we'll see golf. Mm. Which is, I'm assuming, why you 
you know, you're a patron of this podcast and everything in general, but stick with us during this and, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be as flexible as anything without golf tournaments. Maybe we'll try, uh, line up some players, figure out what they're doing. Yeah. I've already time, had but- some players. Some players have already said that they want to call in. Okay. Now that they're so, going to have nothing to do. I said a lot of guys are going to be doing fishing. And even Jay Monahan said at the end of his press conference, he said, listen, if you can safely do it, there's going to be some golf courses open and get out and play golf. Yeah. Just there's some golf course. The, all the golf courses out here in, in the Palm Beach area are open still. Um, and so yeah, let look, we'll, tr- we'll try to line up the Rolodex and maybe even if it's a 20 minute, uh, conversation with a player a couple times a week. Uh, we will, we'll throw that out for you. But as, in terms of the big picture weekly podcast with a bunch of topics, we'll put those on hold until we figure out unless news warrants. And then of course we'll hop back on. We can always talk life with golfers. They could, oh man, let's too. do it. Let's yeah. just put that Rolodex to work, big boy. You're not going to, your vacation oh, yeah, season. I was going to say, your, yours hey, has got what, two phone hey, numbers in your, it? Your vacation season for your air quotes <laughs> job has just been put on hold. So you can just get back in there and start working again. <laughs> Copy that. All right, gentlemen. Uh, we appreciate the uh, download and listen. Tell your friends about it. Uh, but we will, as we always try to do, keep you entertained during this unprecedented time, not only in sports, but in the world of golf. For the caddy, Michael Collins. I am the Maddie. Thank you for listening to this special edition of Maddie and the Caddy. Thanks for listening to Maddie and the Caddy. Check out more great ESPN podcasts in the ESPN app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maddie and the Caddy.